Welcome to the Beis Havad's Business Halacha Daily. Today I'm joined by Shmuel B'Yom and Honigwax, Dayan at the Beis Havad. Previously the Dayan spoke about having um, a halachic document for non-competes. What's the need for that and what would be the problem if you just use a standard legal non-compete? So, like I was saying before, one of the most sensitive shtaras halachically is a non-compete. And the reason for this is twofold. First of all, we spoke about before, there's a concept of satumta, that a legal document has certain halachic validity. Now, the issue with non-competes is that the law is very critical of non-competes. So, they don't, the, the, the court system does not like, um, does not like, they, they, they don't support overly restrictive non-competes. And from my understanding, from my limited understanding, there's a lot of leeway that's being given to individual judges to, to determine what they consider to be too restrictive. So it's very hard for a Besden to rely on the concept of Satumta if the actual, if we have no way of knowing whether this document that's appearing in front of us is, is a legally binding document. We can't guess what the judge would do, right? So, so th- that's one big challenge of uh, legal non-compete. Second of all, what you're trying to accomplish in a non-compete is a very hard thing to accomplish. You're trying to accomplish s- some sort of avdus, right? We're trying to accomplish that this person cannot do something, which is a very hard thing to do. It- it's not clear halachically what method you could really use to tell a guy you cannot do this, right? So whereas where you're trying to sell somebody something, so... That's something you could do halachically. You could sell uh, an item. You can, could sell a piece of property. So we could take satumta and say that is a valid method of execution. With regard to non-compete, it, what we're trying to accomplish and the way legal non-competes are structured in that they just instruct that person not to compete. They tell them don't compete. And that's it. That's where it ends. So satumta is not going to do much for you because it's not necessarily a halachically meaningful concept to tell somebody that he can't do something. So the way halachic non-compete is structured, on the other hand, is you tell the person what he can't do, and then you tell him, if you do that, then you have to pay $100,000 for every time that you transgress that. So on the one hand, legally, that's a very strange thing to do, because the judge will look at that and say, that's crazy. The judge wouldn't like that. But halachically, that's a valid agreement. If you override us, if you overcome asmachten, or you have the das and all that, then you're going to have a, a very powerful document in your hands, which will uh, be a big threat against the employee. So does that mean that somebody who didn't make a halachic non-compete and he only did a regular standard legal non-compete um, can now just go out and violate it however he wants with you know, contacts, um, trade secrets, things like that even? Right, so... Uh, there are two different components in the non-compete. Let's call them the fair part and the unfair part. <laughs> That's at least how the employees look at it. The, the employers look at everything as being fair. But the employees, I think, could understand certain parts of the non-compete. Like you're saying, if you have to go ahead and steal uh, you know, contacts that the business has built up, and steal clients from the business, that doesn't necessarily rely so much on the non-compete. So that, that's something which may, he may be restricted from doing regardless. And, and the non-compete certainly helps out in, the, in, in, that, in, that, uh, in that matter. So even if, strictly according to Allah, maybe you could get away with uh, taking away some clients 
under certain circumstances, a, a, non a legal non-compete might be able to restrict you from doing that, and trade secrets as well. Things which, you know, are more, make more sense to us. So, from both points of view, first of all, there is halachic basis to restrict the person from doing that, so it's easier to accomplish it from a satumta point of view. Second of all, you know, it's more likely to be upheld by a judge, and a Bezdin looks at such a star, they, they see a valid legal document, and they, they would probably uphold that part of the star. If you enjoyed this video and would like to receive more like it, or to sponsor a future video, please visit beisavad.org.